Welcome to another episode of the Mom Start a Business podcast. I am here with Kate Doster, and I am so excited to have her. I have been learning from her for lots of years now. I've been a part of her programs, taken her courses, and learned so much, especially in the realm of copywriting, email, just how to use the words, and, and also a lot around collaboration. So I'm really excited to chat with her and have her here on the podcast. So Kate, do you just want to start and tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do? Oh, hi, thank you so much. So I am super excited to be here. Hey, other moms. I am Kate Doster of katedoster.com, and it is my soul and soul's mission to eradicate this idea that nice people have to finish last in business and put many in the hands of good people. I really try to attack the topics that are really intimidating for people, which for a lot of us, it tends to be like writing and sales and really just sort of showing up for yourself consistently. Because especially as moms, I feel like one, we don't give ourselves enough credit, but two, we always are the first one to throw ourselves under the bus. So it really makes sure that not only am I giving people like tangible things like, yes, write this, do this, but I'm also going to make sure that you have really the bravery to go ahead and actually execute on that. So you do the mindset stuff and the logistics. Nice. I love that. So I would love to just kind of hear what your journey has looked like. I know that like when I found you, you were like more focused on email. I took your mm-hmm. course, Love Your List, right? Like all about email marketing. I know you've kind of transitioned. I don't know if you were doing something before that. I would love to kind of hear your journey of like what sparked you to start a business in the first place and, and what that journey has kind of looked like. Sure. So I started my business as a stay-at-home mom on food stamps. Like I was one of those for like, if there's like any government assistant program that we could qualify for, like I was on it. Like I got our house winterized. I, any like volunteer thing that you could do where like we could get like extra benefits. Like I did it all. So we were on like everything except for actual cash assistance because that, that we didn't qualify for because my husband worked together still and we're together at that time too. He worked in social services at a group home. So y'all know, like, it's not making any money, right? (laughs) So I was a stay-at-home mom. And it was one of those things that why that had happened is I actually got fired, legitly terminated from my job at the bank that I was working at for giving birth. Where I was at, (laughs) I hadn't been there for a full year. We're in America. There are no maternity benefits. And they're like, you've got three days to come back or you're fired. Wow. Now, I had an emergency C-section. Like everyone's first birth story, it was rough. We were in labor for days. I hadn't eaten in, it was well over a day and a half. And when they decided to do the emergency C-section, I had a severe, severe reaction to the anesthesia that they give you, even though like you're, you're not knocked out for you guys that have been through this before. But like, I was like dry heaving everywhere. Like there are bells and whistles going off everywhere. Like, like it was rough so like i couldn't even walk three days after and like our actual doctor like the surgeon she did an amazing job but i was just in the roughest shape of my life i'm like i'm lucky i know my own name i was pumped up with so much drugs afterwards yo ladies i'll know how it is yeah so <laughs> i was like screw that right so we went from being a dual income and i had more money in my particular job than his to like just my husband supporting mm-hmm. us and then when i sat down and did the math it was we would literally be losing money If I went out and got a job, like, and I feel like a lot of times in America that kind of ends up happening with people. So that's why we ended up on all the services. And again, I worked those services like they were my job and did extreme couponing a little bit for a little while back in the day, (laughs) guys, because my kids were 
born in 2012 and 2013. So they were 17 months apart. It was not planned. So anyway, having all those kids in a very short period of time, I like, I love my babies bunches, but like being a stay-at-home mom, I was just not built for it. Like it melted my brain. I just, I couldn't. So I'm like, what are we doing here? So I decided that I was going to start a business. Now, like most of us, we go and we start a blog because that's what we see a lot of people do. So I blogged for probably about three months. And that's when I found out that there was this thing called copywriting with a W. So copywriting with a W on like an R, which is legal, is basically you write words to take action. It's different than a blog where you're kind of telling a story or being very informational. They just come across as being like persuasive and honestly just talking to people. And like the second I found out that I was a thing, even though I'm not a natural writer, I'm a talker, because copy has to be conversational, I'm like, that's it. So all of a sudden, I went from making like zero dollars on my blog to being a copywriter. I just kind of put up my fence. I started actually in Facebook groups, which is what your item in the back of business bundle is about. I started in Facebook groups when people would post like, hey, what do you think this landing page? I just rip it apart. I took courses by copy hackers. I read books. Like, I love courses. I take them myself still. And I was just off to the races. At the time, Periscope was a thing. Mm -hmm. And so, what's great about services, but also what's kind of tough when you're a mom, is that you can make a lot of money quickly because you can charge premium prices. So, it's not like you're trying to get thousands and thousands and thousands of hit on your blog to get ad revenue to get like $5, right? which is a great model, but one I was just not going to do because I could not produce blog posts that fast and at the volume that you needed to. So with services, even though Dora the Explorer had to be my babysitter for a little while, like I could write a sales page. I could write a homepage. And then when you do copywriting, you find out to write different things, which you like. And what I really actually loved writing the most was emails because again, you could be more conversational. They're actually shorter, a little bit punchier. And I just, I really love them. And I loved launch copy in particular. So that's just when you're like having like a big sale that goes over a couple of days, everyone. Don't, don't let anyone right. intimidate you. <laughs> and so I did that for a while. And then I transitioned into just from taking clients to being able to teach people how to do their own. And that's where Love Your List came from and courses. So that is a long drawn out story of, and I really hate saying this because it's such a rag to riches story, but like it literally, like it took me years with an ass, like a couple of years. It wasn't just like five months. I feel like it's not that bad. But it's like, I went from good stamps to a seven-figure course creation business. Like, yeah. I always say, I Hamilton'd us out of poverty. Like, I wrote myself <laughs> out. Me and then one of my other friends online, that's what I always say, the two of us did. I'm like, I Hamilton myself out. Because I'm like, well, what, what were we going to do? Like, right. nothing. <laughs> so throughout that transition, my husband became, we call it the primary parent. So he's a stay-at-home dad now, which is pretty sweet. That is awesome. Well, yeah, thank you for sharing that. That sounds yeah. like our birth story was pretty similar of the in labor for days and then emergency C-section. So fun. <laughs> oh, yeah, right. The second C-section, because they're like, yeah, you can't have a baby back, Kate. Like, there's no way. Was so much better. It strut in there at the right time because they knew the adverse effect I had before. They had all this other right. like medicine oh, to yeah. counter that medicine. It was glorious. I was up and going and like a couple of hours after having my set one. Yeah. Yeah. Thankfully, my first C-section did actually go pretty well. I mean, I had a great, like easy recovery, but I actually did have a V-back. <laughs> so and that it was harder. <laughs> like, I'm like, hmm, if I ever have a third, I don't know what I'll do. I don't know. Because I mean, it was cool to like give birth naturally. And uh-huh. but also... It's pretty nice to have the healing on the stomach rather than down there. So, no, it, it was a night and day difference. It was a night and day difference between the first C section yeah, and the second one. I bet. So, anyways, but that's so crazy. I mean, that 
that you lost your job, essentially, because <laughs> of that. Thank mm-hmm. you, America. <laughs> but I love that you just took action, right? Like, first with the figuring out, like, how can I support through the government, right? And take advantage of, like, what's available to me. Mm-hmm. But then figuring out a way to make it work in similar situation of I was a teacher before. Mm-hmm. And so it was like when I did the math of like how much I would be bringing in versus how much yeah. I would have to pay for daycare. I mean, like I'd maybe bring home a thousand dollars and it's like I can figure out a way to make a thousand dollars a month. Right. Like, yeah. We can figure <laughs> that out rather than being at a full time job, a stressful full time job. So um, I love that you just took action and that it started out one thing, right? You started where you knew you could and and then it evolved. And I think, I mean, it's even kind of evolved since then, right? Like from the the email marketing, I would love to hear just kind of like what that transition has looked like too. Like what kind of led to you built this seven-figure course mm-hmm. business and then you've kind of changed up some things. What What has led to that? think that when you talk about something for a while, sometimes it get a little stale and old. Also, neurodivergent, your girl's got ADHD. There's no hiding it from anybody. And I was just like, enough was enough. Like I, what ended up happening from my signature course, and I, can, I think, I don't blame this on being a mom, but I think that really is like that over delivery thing. I put everything I knew about running an online business into a course that was supposed to be about email marketing. Mm-hmm. And what was ended up happening is I was feeling a little resentful of the course Students absolutely loved it, but I was also resentful of the students and like, not like, oh, how dare they like underpay me for this? Like a tiny bit. I felt like the energetic exchange wasn't quite there, but because people are never going to be able to get through it. And like, if my whole point is to be able to get people to take action, I'm like, I really need to like slim this down. Like basically, and it was one of those light bulb moments because in the course we had, I guess, experts and she was talking about course design. And it's my friend, Emily, and literally every single mistake she talked about was in that email marketing course, every single one. And I'm like, I want to be able to talk about a lot of different things, like because there's a lot of different assets to running an online business. I really do think that focusing on your email list and definitely learning messaging and sales is so unbelievably important. But like, I want to talk about like how to manage my day as a CEO, right? And it just didn't allow because my old podcast was called like Inbox Bestie. Mm-hmm. It just didn't allow to talk about like online business as a whole. So I want to see email marketing to be a part of it, but not the whole thing. Right. And then the thing that we're focused on right now currently is teaching people how to do bundles because what was happening is our students, their sales pages are converting really well. Cause again, an email marketing course probably should not taught you how to write a sales page, but right. it did. Because <laughs> yeah. I'm like, well, what good? And this was the issue with that course and why we had to end up retiring it. Again, people loved it. And I'm sure we have lost like, I don't know, I say like well over six figures from shutting it down, sure. which is quite all right. But it was like, okay, well, if their emails are good, but their sales page is bad, but that's not going to work, right? Or like, but if the product is bad, then of course the sales page is going to be bad. And so it kept on like going back and back and back and back. And then that's how the scope just like completely got blown out from the course. And I was also somebody, especially when I had started that course, I was very bad at pricing everyone. Like I, again, I think still coming from the like welfare like position, I was really undercharging for what was in there 1000% because I knew what it was like but it just got to a certain point where I'm just like the the price is just like not aligned yeah. there was we tried to do like we tried to do a version 3 for almost 2 years and I could not make it work because we would have to scale the course back so much so I loved it but that's how we ended up for that so I'm like all right like we're going to take a step back one of the things that we did cover in the course was just like general list building 
But a lot of people, they would get sales, they would get a lot of replies, but they weren't necessarily getting in the volume of people that they needed. The way I grew my email list was through hosting bundles. We've been doing it since 2019. We were, I don't want to say we were definitely not the first because I'd got the concept from one of my friends, but she's like, you can go teach it because hers was in 2018. <laughs> so like, I just like took bundles and ran with it. And so that's one of the things that we're kind of focusing on right now. And yeah. we're working together for our back to business bundle. That's going to be coming up soon. So I'm very excited for that. So that's kind of how the evolution is like, yes, I still want to talk about email because it, again, it changed my life as dramatic as it sounds. But I want to be able to talk about like other things, about stepping into the leadership, about more of like sales in general. So mm -hmm. that is why yeah. we switch. It's not that it's never coming to it again. And like sure. we still have the email marketing fairy and some template sets. It's just like, we always said this course should have been like six. So then I was like, now we got to sit down right. and record them and make them six. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I want to come back to the bundles. But first, like one thing you were kind of talking about there and I'm trying to remember where you said it, maybe in your podcast or something, but something you said like really stuck with me and like totally called me out and is something I remind myself of a lot. And you said something to the effect of like you were trying to be your audience's like business savior that yep. you were trying to like like you said it's like well i want to teach them this but in order for that to work i have to teach them this and i have to teach and it just like can get huge and you like put everything into your core offer and i think that that is a mistake one that i have made and i see other people make as well where it's like you see everything that they need to know and so mm -hmm. you like want to put it all in there. And when you do, it one becomes it's like overwhelming, right? There's so much stuff. Mm -hmm. And then also you kind of have that like, I should be charging a lot more for this, but you don't want to be yeah. charging all of that. So I'd love for you to speak a little bit more to that if you have any other words of wisdom <laughs> around that of like when people are mm -hmm. choosing their course topic or whatever their program is going mm -hmm. to be, like how to kind of pick and choose like the right pieces to include. I think that getting, and we talk about this a lot inside of Love Your List, we talk about muses and that's like your person, right? The person that you just really want to help. I love my person so much, I want to help them with everything, right? right. But we also need to, and this is one of the core things that we talk about in all of my stuff, is you need to treat people like people. Like people aren't going to sit through all of those videos. And I know that you want to keep on delivering, delivering, delivering. And I know a lot of moms, our target audiences tend to be other moms because that's who we know. That's who we want to help. We know that no one else is really supporting us. No offense, right? We know about those empty stockings at Christmas. <laughs> so, like, so that's why we think we give them the world. But then you also have to take a step back and be like, is she or they going to have time to actually go through this? And so with Love Your List, we got around this as I'm like, everyone needs to do the mindset module, which is the first module. Everyone should do the copywriting module, although technically there's only three videos that I really wanted you to watch, even though there's like 80 of them in there. And then I'm like, then it's whatever problem you've got, go to that module. So it was really almost like you had to choose your own adventure. And so I think that sometimes we forget with just sort of overstuffing it with people since we want them to take action. Sometimes people really do want an endpoint. And that was the other issue with just doing everything start to finish. It's like, People are always going to need a new welcome series. They're always going to need a new launch. They're always going to need a sales approach, right? So it's like, where, where do we find those definitive ends? What was easier for me, and this is when I really got that light bulb, again, about not trying to be everyone's messiah and not giving to everyone, is for the bundle course, even though there's a lot of resources, 
there's a definitive end. Granted, once you run one, now you're going to go back. You're going to do some more things. And we talk about how you can add more bells and whistles. But there's a definitive event. Like the way that Love Your List was set up, there was no definitive event, right? Like, yes, you'd have a welcome series. Less, you'd have your newsletters. Yes, you could have an easiest offer. But it wasn't like, okay, now you're done. It was like, now you've got to do this for <laughs> so I'm like, okay, like, could we like chunk this down? It's like, here's your welcome series. Here's a course that we've got about this. Like, here's one. But so that's kind of where that all ended up uh, when it came to that. And it's really, really hard. I'm not going to lie to everybody. Again, I think especially because we're naturally givers and we're selfless. And because we can see all of the, all of the areas that people really need in order to make this work. And that's all that we want is to make someone's life easier, truly. It's like, is that really making their life easier, Kate? <laughs> there's like in one module, there's like 20 hours worth of videos and there's like seven other modules and all these bonuses <laughs> you're shoving in there. Okay. Probably not. So you have to think to yourself, one, about your core person and two, and this is what the course designer had said, and this is for any project, like what outcome do you want? And not like Sarah's are like, oh, they have this, but it's like, again, the outcome for the bundle course was like very specific. Mm-hmm. They're going to host a bundle. <laughs> I'm like, okay. What was the outcome of this? And so sometimes you need to ask yourself that when you're creating any type of paid offer or any type of resources, even. And I think people like just kind of like selling printables and stuff. We have students that do a fantastic job selling printables. Like, no, this is a rainy day. This is a Valentine's Day end. And then if you want to like throw everything together in a holiday bundle at some point, you can. But like, there's no problem just being like, no, I'm just taking care of Valentine's Day. Yeah. It'll be fine. Yeah. Because you yeah. have to, you have to give them agency. And that was the other thing that I was really, really lacking and discounting for my students. And again, I think it's a little bit of like, oh, I kind of want a little bit of the credit to be able to help them out. But I needed people to stop being dependent on me and to be confident enough in themselves. So that's the other half of that Messiah is don't take away their agency. Yes, obviously, you want to make sure your quality is good. And yeah, you want to make sure that you've got some stuff to help them out. But ultimately, it's not your course's responsibility to necessarily get them the result. They've got to put in the work. And I think that we forget about that other half of the equation. Granted, you need to set it up so they could do the work as easy as possible, right? But they need agency. They have to be their own messiah. They have to get their own credit. You don't get to be the savior. They're the savior because they did it. Yeah. Yeah. That's such a great point. And I think something I have to constantly remind myself of, too, of just, yeah. Um, I don't want to, like they have to build their own business, right? Like, yeah. like we can't just say like, here you go. Like as much as we want to make it as easy as possible, like you said, they have to do it themselves. And if they don't, then that's like robbing them of yeah. getting to do it, right? And and then also you're you're building people that are, like you said, constantly relying on you to to do things. And then that's a lot of pressure. So we don't want to do that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So keep it specific. I love that. And mm-hmm. And like you said, you can always make it multiple, right? Like start with one yeah. and you can always have different different offerings down the road to help with the different things. So Exactly. Yeah. And again, you can always offer different levels of support. You can offer, again, different things. It can be smaller products. It can be medium size. You can, if you want to have a giant signature offer, you can have one of those. We're not saying that you don't necessarily have to have one, but it's like you just need to have in the back of your mind. Am I just overstuffing them with people? But what am I doing to truly push them forward? Right. So just keep that result in mind. Right. Well, and even you said like it was almost kind of a choose your own adventure. But then you're going to have people like me that I can't not watch videos in a course. You know what I mean? Okay. So it's like 
no, I have to go through every single one. So when you have them all, it's like you're almost keeping them from taking the action, right? Because exactly they're just too busy learning, right? Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Because I'm like, I. I'm like, this course, again, you said either we had to fraction it or we had to, and I don't mean to be gross or run, but like, or we had to gut it like a fish because I'm like, there is so much stuff. And again, I could tell for myself now that anyone ever runs up, because I don't always love that course. We've never had anyone say anything bad about right. it, except yeah. for one of the slides had typos, but they all knew it was me. Oh, Cause no. like, right. Yeah. I made millions of dollars with a typo. <laughs> like, it's fine, guys. It made you took action. You wouldn't have uh-huh. had the typo if you didn't right. get it out there. Exactly. Right. So I love doing reframes like that. But yeah, they all loved it. But I'm like, for myself, as I was going back and going to them, you really gave them everything you had for like mm-hmm. 700 bucks at one right. point. It's like, this is, this is not, it's not energetically aligned anymore. But right. like I said, again, when you start and you're just like, okay, how am I mm-hmm. going to make like $35 feed all four of us? My right. poor husband at one point, like with extreme couponing, you can get like the randomest deals. I'm like, I think he ate Jell-O <laughs> for like three meals at one point. But he never complained. Like it was just whatever I could get at that time. So it's like, it always comes back to this point. And this is where I think that you can also remember, and this is the agency part, right? I'm not in charge of other people's wallets, right? Mm-hmm. Some people really do like spending money. Some people invest. This is why for our product suite, we have stuff at a variety of price points, right? Yeah. The higher it is, the more of me there is, right? Mm-hmm. At one point, I was like, be face-to-face with anybody ever anymore for a little bit. I want to be a permit. So like we figured out ways around that. Yeah, yeah. Well, I would love to come back to the bundle. So you mentioned that's kind of what you're focusing on right now and why we're even chatting, right, is that we are, I, I am one of the contributors for your bundle. So I'd love for you to first explain like what even a, what you call a free bundle is, how it works and how just practically people can use them to grow their audience. All right. Ah, again, I love bundles where the free, paid, we have a hybrid version for the back to business bundle, meaning that there's free gifts that people can get or they can pay to get the premium gifts. I mean, it is ridiculous the stuff that we have in this bundle. I'm so excited. So what a bundle is, is basically you're going to get together with other creators and you're going to put together for usually a week, I would say no longer than seven days. I think five works, seven is fine. I wouldn't do any longer than that. We've tested it out a lot. I am always my own guinea pig. And basically for those five or seven days, People are going to go to your event page. They have to sign up. So since you're the host, you can put them on their email list, follow GDPR compliance and all this other stuff where people can get access to things that are paid or premium for either free or for a small fee. So like our paid level that we have for the back to business model, the premium level, we're doing a whole bunch of other bonuses, but we have 77 courses and every single one of them has to sell. And I had to see a real sales page for at least 50 bucks. So literally. If you only use two items, you saved a whole bunch of money because you would have at minimum had to have paid $100 for something that you're only paying $97 for and you're getting 75 other things, right? So it works out really, really well. Free bundles, I think, are really great when you're trying to grow your email list because again, everyone's telling you, grow your email list, grow your email list, sell your audience. It is very hard when the algorithm is always against (laughs) you, right? Like if you go over to like Instagram or to Facebook and you see how many of your hard-bought followers actually see just one of your posts, it is so discouraging, right? SEO takes forever to kick in. And then I was talking to a lot of my blogging friends and they did that whole revamp last year and everyone's traffic was in the crapper, right? So the great thing about bundles, because they're limited time, people are going to take action. But now you actually have teammates 
unlike the algorithm that's actually trying to keep people away from joining your email list, away from Git, you've got like five, 10, 20 other people that are all pointing towards you, your event, your spotlight. You're going to make sure that your item is about a topic that you want to be known for. And it's going to be the only one about that, right? So if you want to, and we've had very successful bundles that weren't just like business bundles, you're going to see a lot of those guys because we're all in the online business space. So we know when you're going to get targeted. We've had ones for dance teachers. We have had one for homesteaders. We have had mom bundles. They have cleaning bundles, productivity bundles. We have had so many amazing bundles that people put in there. You put that thing and now you're the person that's known for that, right? So say that you really love canning, like that's like your hobby that you're into and you buy your canning block and sure you've got ad revenue, but like you need a boost, you need more people. Maybe you're going to put out an ebook. Get together with other creators who would support other parents, because that's usually who we're going for here. We'll just say other moms that would also be into canning, right? So probably homesteading. So if you're going to team up with like someone that does chickens, someone that grows their own garden, I mean, if you don't cover gardening, right? Like you're going to think, what else would somebody who is into my thing also enjoy? And then you're going to go find those creators and you're going to be like, hi, can I help you grow your email list for free? <laughs> right? Or can I pay you to grow your email list if you're doing a paid bundle because they would get an affiliate commission for it, right? People can get so many email subscribers, especially like free bundles is when you really want to grow your email list. Paid is when you're really looking for like kind of a cash injection, but you can make money with free bundles as well. We teach both ways how to do that. So it just kind of depends really where you're at in your business. I always tell people start with free first. And then again, have your own agency. But that's just because if you're kind of newer, you can actually like, we had someone go from a 400 people email list to a 4,000 email person list. And she had, I believe it was like only 18 other people. Wow. Right? So like with a free bundle, you can get together, honestly, with five of your blogging friends, as long as they're all your audience overlap, you can get like an extra 200, 300, 500 people that you wouldn't have had right. on your email list now. And that'd be business changing because it builds momentum. Mm-hmm. And since you learned how to manage five people, you already got some assets. Now, next time you do a bundle, whether you keep the same name or not, you can invite more people, the tech gremlins that are going to add up. You can just build and build and build and your audience looks forward to it. And it's just, it's a win-win for absolutely everyone. Your contributor's like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe Tammy got me, got me 500 new subscribers. And I have been trying so hard and I've got like a cool 100 on my own. That's why. And then again, they are all of a sudden going to love you. And they are going to tell everybody like, hey, if you need someone about canning, put her in your summit. Interview her for this. Do a guest blogging thing. And again, I really love collaboration. I love helping other people win. And like, there's no losing mm-hmm. <laughs> with this bundle, right? Like I win, obviously, because I get in front of a lot of other people's audiences, right? Like I am right now, King, right? You get to grow your business. Your audience gets, gets exposed to all of this stuff for either a really nominal fee or completely for free. So they win and then they implement their stuff and then their life changes and the people around their life changes. Like it's all been a ripple effect. You can tell I get very excited <laughs> when it comes to bundles. And like, here's kind of the cool thing, technically, if you're like, this was kind of me before I found copywriting. It was like, you know, you want to do something, but you just can't figure out about what. Technically, you can make a whole business just running bundles. Like, you don't have to be a personal brand. You don't need to do it to grow your email list at all. You can just grow the email list of your bundle agency. So, like, all you're going to learn how to do is how to run one. And then you're going to pick different themes. And guess what? Instead of just adding people to your normal list that you can sell to, you're just going to be like, I'm just going to run these bundles. They're going to get 60. I'm going to get 40. That's how I'm going to make my money. No one's going to know it's me. And 
Business in a box. Yeah, that's awesome. I have not thought about that, but I can't go to yeah, the okay. totally to do that. Yourself yeah. Or right. to be like anonymous, right? And like right. get some other people to kind of like help you out. Like, because not right. everyone wants to be on camera. So, right. It works. That's awesome. That's a good, good idea. Yeah, I love how, how passionate about, about it you are. Yeah. And I just love the idea. Like when I first kind of learned about it, I think a lot of people think, okay, I want to grow a business online. That means I have to do social media, right? And like, that's just like kind of their initial, like I've got to either be a TikTok star or I've got to do paid ads or something, right? Like, but all around social media. And I think that there's so many other options to grow your audience and Mm -hmm. just creative options like this, right? Where you can make use of other people's audiences to to grow your own. So I I love that. So I would love for you to share how everybody can check out the bundle. I guess I will be sharing my affiliate link, right? Yes. I guess. So yes. I would need that. Let's see. What do we want to call it? I guess I need to come up with a link. <laughs> Let's say mom start a business forward slash. Wait, what's the, what's the bundle called? Back to business, right? Back to business. We'll do B2B, right? Back to All business. Right. Okay, there we I go. I like that. Momstartabusiness.com forward slash B2B. Yes. It's <laughs> where so, you can find the bundle. This is so exciting. So the Back to Business bundle is going on from February 12th until the 16th. So what it is, we actually have two tiers this year. We're doing what we're going to call a hybrid tier. So we have a completely free tier. You put in your email address and you get to pick and choose from over. It's 127. She said off the top of her head. I know it's over 125 different items that you want. You get to pick and choose whichever ones you want to sign up for. So it's not like you give me your email address and I'm giving it to the world. No, no, no. You pick and choose the things that you want to actually focus on and work on. We make it really easy. Everything is searchable. You can search by tag. You can sort by price. If you're like, I only want the most expensive things. You can do that, right? We also have two other tiers. So we've got the premium tier where you get everything in the free tier, but then you get all the courses that legitimately sell for $50 or more. We have one person that actually put in their $1,000 course and I'm like, I love you so much. Like, yeah, we've ordered actually like $10,000, like actual retail worth of stuff. Like you can go and find it. It's not just like somebody like made this stuff up. Like they had to be able to actually sell it. It is fantastic. So there's over 77 items in there. We also have what we call the bundle booster level. So that's maybe you're not quite sure if you want to, even though you can see what's in both versions, but you want a little bit of extra time because with the free version, you only have until that Tuesday after, which is President's Day is the Monday. So we gave you an extra day on Tuesday. I believe it's the 22nd to claim any of the free items that you want. We have the bundle booster level where for a cool $7, you can have an extra two weeks to actually claim everything that you want to go through it. And we also have some bonus items. You get a coupon if you decide to upgrade to the premium version as well. We have co-working sessions slash co-action sentences. So that way it's not like, I got access to all this stuff. Now what do I do? We have some of our creators that are actually going to be walking you through their products. That way you can get some of your question answers and you could do it. That's in the bundle booster level or up for everyone. We have panel discussions that are going on. We actually have a free Facebook group that has all of the tiers in it where we're having bundle bingo. So if you do certain things, you can win prizes, you can win free upgrades. I'm just, I'm so excited. There's audio podcasting involved in it. And it is just, we're just so unbelievably excited for this bundle. I cannot. And if you're listening to this and it's a little bit earlier than the 12th, then you'll see that we do have some waitlist items. We have a workshop that's going on called Littlest Big Profit. So this is the workshop that I'm actually going to be selling. I'll probably, I like to be very transparent. I'll probably re-record it. So there's not me chatting about the bundle in a little bit. 
But like, this isn't just like a traditional webinar where all it's geared towards is selling the bundle. This is a bonus that I'm creating for the bundle. And I plan on selling this masterclass for myself. So it's one of those, let's actually get Kate to make her new course, right? So you guys get to come and watch that live. That is going to be going on. Let's go downtime. It's going to be going on February 8th. So your link might go over to that. We have a free ebook that's going on, but we'll make sure everyone is taken care of for the back to you business bundle. Like I said, take the items that you want, leave the ones that you don't. We try to make it really, really easy for everybody. So that way they can get the absolute most out of their bundling experience. Awesome. I love that. Now I will, I guess, plug in here. Like if somebody wants to get involved and do bundles themselves and learn bundles themselves, where should they go for that? All right. So we have a course called Collaboration Cashin. I think that you have your affiliate link as well. So, but technically you can always go and look at it, but definitely like email Tammy, get her really <laughs> yeah, for I'll everyone. Put it, I'll, yeah, um, I'll put it in but it is, if you go to www.katedoster.com forward slash CC, it'll redirect you to Collaboration Cashin, where we're going to walk you through absolutely everything you need to host your bundle. We give you the templates. Every time I do new stuff, which this is our first time doing a hybrid bundle, I always update the course to talk about what we are doing to give you the resources that I made for it. Obviously, I take out like people's names and stuff, but like we give you everything. It's constantly, it's an evolving course. So that way you can really propel your bottom line and your business and honestly, your reach and your impact with bundles, whether it's free, it's paid, it's a hybrid bundle, all of that. And also right after our bundle closes on that Wednesday. So it would be, I think it's the 23rd. You would think that I remember the dates off the top of my head, but I don't. Yes. So the last day to claim your items is the 20th of February. On the 21st, we're going to be doing a live webinar that is called Bundle Blast Off. We're just going to tell you how you can run an event just like this, how you don't have to necessarily go huge. And I don't necessarily recommend it. If you've got the time, the space, the bandwidth, then 1000% go for the gold. But if you just want something that's tiny that you can do, that's going to have a big impact, that's really what a bundle can do for you. That's why I love this model as opposed to summits. I mean, I'm speaking in other people's summits, but y'all, that is so much work. <laughs> All that video editing, just proofing the transcriptions. Yeah. Like, AI is not perfect, guys. It is so much. A bundle is not that much. Comparatively, it truly, truly isn't. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you for sharing that. And thank you so much for sharing your journey, your story, some tips. This has been great. I really appreciate it. So I guess everybody, like, come to the bundle. Is there anywhere else that you want people to come connect with you? Say hello or anything? You can always head over to Instagram uh, is Kate underscore Doster. If you want to hang out with me there, wherever you're listening to this, after you click like the little dots and leave a review for the podcast, you can go ahead and search for my podcast, which is Do the Brave Thing podcast. So that way you can come hang out with us there. I absolutely love that. I know there was one thing that you wanted to talk about that we didn't actually oh, yeah. talk about. We did. And that was about me not talking about being a mom that yeah. much in my business and not yeah. going by mompreneur. So I, my, I don't think my husband necessarily cared. But I decided that I didn't want to have my kids on the internet. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So like, that is why I don't necessarily bring them up. So like people kind of know my mom, but it's not like the thing that I go for. Like if I'm going to post pictures of my kids, it's only to the close friends list or like I'll blur out their faces. Mm-hmm. So again, and I think that this came down to the stay-at-home mom stuff. And I kind of wish I was the other way around, but it's like, I'm definitely a business owner that has kids as opposed to like, someone with kids that has a business mm-hmm. granted they were my firstborn was the reason i had to start this business yeah. but it's like it's a part of me but it's not like all yeah. of me so, yeah thank you i think yeah, that thank however you <laughs> however you want to do it like do it it's, honestly it has to be what feels good in your guts yeah. and that's what felt good in my guts so just like we're gonna keep the kid 
themselves, like just like yeah. for real family and friends, they can be able to know what's going on. But yeah, yeah. Thank you for uh, reminding me of that. I I definitely I wanted to highlight that because I think that oftentimes as moms like starting a business or whatever, like for a stay at mom, you feel like, well, that's who you are. Like that has mm-hmm. to be a part of your brand as a business. And I just wanted to point out that it doesn't have to be right. Like it can mm-hmm. be obviously, like it's definitely a part of mine, but it doesn't have to be. So if you don't want Mm -hmm. to share your kids on social media, you don't have to. If you don't want to talk about like motherhood at all, you don't have to, right? So I just, I love to point out kind of the different, the different ways that this can look, right? Mm -hmm. There's not one way that starting a business and also being a mom can look. So Mm -hmm. yeah, thanks for sharing that. And thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for having me. All right. I can't wait for the bundle. Go check it out, everybody.